silver screen project. Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. In preparation for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we went back and watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Now we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 from 2017, Mm. six whole years ago. What did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a, <laughs> it was a very good sequel. It expands on the great cast and kind of world of the first one. I think James Gunn really knows how to do an ensemble cast. He does. Yeah. I think uh, it, I, I felt very positive about this, to be honest. Yeah. What, how yes. about you? Um, I remember when I first saw it in cinemas, I was like, "This is as good as the first one." Mm. It's not as good as the first. You one. reckon? Yeah, yeah. It's still very enjoyable. Mm. I've got it's got more flaws last time i struggled to find any negatives i've definitely got a few in this but like you said it's Mm. still good fun it's in like the higher tier of mcu films yeah yeah um it's funny and and it kind of there's a lot of deeper stuff you go into with this than in the first one so i think that's what i quite like the the kind of emotional aspects are a little bit more kind of like you say deeper a little bit yeah they, they dig into the characters backstories a little bit more so going straight into it yeah. I, like it's a film built on like relationships so the obvious one is peter and mm. ego their relationship yeah. but then you've also got nebula and gamora's relationship yeah. and we spoke about that last time yeah. it was kind of tease but this time i feel like they kind of fast track it but i think it's, it goes yeah. to quite a good conclusion but quite then quickly. you've also got peter and yondu as well yeah. you've got i loved from a more comedy side, Mantis and Drax's relationship. Oh, is there a duo yeah. in this? It really And then is. also Rocket and Yondu's relationship where Rocket yeah. kind of realizes realizes yeah, how similar, similar they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like yeah. it's these one-on-one relationships that are throughout the film yeah. that really make it stand out as like each one of them has, has meaning. Yeah. And the the Mantis Drax one's a bit more jokey, but there is still yeah. some meaning between Absolutely. their conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and all of them really, they're very well planned out. They're very kind of, they're almost in pairs, some of those as well. Yeah. Like the pairs are in pairs. So like you say, the Yondu and Peter and the Yondu and Ego are kind of opposites of each other almost. They kind yeah. of, it fits together nicely. It's so much of the kind of the heavier side of this film is really nicely plotted out. But just lots of the, just there were so many moments that I just kept thinking like, and it's not that this isn't in the first one necessarily, but things are really well telegraphed. So the um, the spacesuits that are kind of the glowing things is introduced when Drax is doing his really funny moment where he's swinging around yeah. outside. And that's obviously a pivotal thing at the end. Same as the rocket things. Yeah. And the ambulary batteries or harbulary batteries or whatever they ended up being called. That's another thing that comes in. There's a couple other little threads. Yeah. It's just, it feels carefully thought out and it feels it feels like someone spent some time on it. And yeah. I feel like it, An- it, it's another... so stupid to be highlighting that as something films take fucking ages to make, but clearly yeah. a lot of them don't have as, um, as much thought put into them. And one of that one, I think one star of this film is Yondu. Yeah. So in the first yeah. one, he's kind of, he's around. He's and a bit he's more got one cool note, bits. isn't he? Really? Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this, you kind of, you find out that he's basically not liked by the Ravagers. I love that. In Ravager that great, stuff, yeah. weird Ravager city. It's so weird because it's introduced that, and there's like, yellow like robot sex workers and Yondu yeah. is literally doing his trousers up when you first see him and you're yeah. like holy shit but yeah you get introduced to him yeah. there and you find out that basically he was kicked out of, the, of the tribe because he was 
selling kids yeah. essentially because in like, the first one we don't guy. know that there are more of them as well but yeah, yeah we think of him as this bad guy and yeah. then as it develops it's like he was doing that but it turns out that that's why he kept on to Peter was yeah. because he realized what ego was doing and that's and another thing that, that's kind of it's almost the rule of three where it's hammered in oh he was going to eat me and that's like a, a joke or him crawling through spaces yeah. and then it's kind of third or fourth time is when we get the truth kind of revealed i yeah. feel like that that kind of we spoke in the first um about the first guardians last week or whenever this comes out <laughs> the first episode um that we spoke about the the really careful balance of heavier moments and humor yeah. in a way that especially with these mcu films in the last phase or so of films being released maybe that's not been quite so delicately yeah. kind of balanced and there's moments in this i can't remember exactly what it is but there's a moment it's either to do with the skeletons under the in the planet or some heavy kind of reveal and it's then kind of juxtaposed with the bit where they're going through the 700 portals and I think that even though that's that's such a silly juxtaposition I feel like it works really well to give it a levity for me it was kind of hit and miss and that that I thought was was really good because it's still in my and then there's other we kind of praised it um, on how it let like the deep moments be deep moments there's a couple of moments in this not to go into negative suicide because the deep moments are good it's just once I think there was one man and Drax conversation I can't remember the context mm. but they're having quite a deep meaningful con- conversation yeah. and then it kind of ends with Drax making a joke and I was kind of like I kind of wish they'd left that out yeah, even yeah. though it's quite yeah. a good joke but leave it out um, speaking of which Mantis as a character introduced mm. she's fun, she's fun. I, I like Mantis I remember first one or two, I don't know how many times I've seen this not many at all but I remember kind of coming away going yeah I liked her she feels very different to the rest of them she's much more kind of naive she's got this kind of the rest of them are kind of gruff they're kind of space pirate vibes yeah. or bounty hunters or she's got, more innocent she's more innocent I, I really like that and I think it works well especially when you compare it with Drax's naivety in a completely different way because he's got this literal yeah thing. and that works really well but I think originally I thought maybe they didn't, she didn't have masses to do. But I think looking back at this now and having seen the holiday special where she gets fleshed out a little bit more, I feel like this works really well. And I feel like yeah. this, considering there's so many things going on going in this on. film. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, to get into negatives at some point, the, the villains is a, when you're looking at that, it's something we can talk about a bit later about how much is kind of going on there. And maybe yeah. some of that was was slightly unnecessary. But but I think just like in terms of just overall good stuff, like the visual style is brought over from the first one. Yeah, and it looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. There's so many cool things with like with different planets, with technology, like Rocket's always doing little gadgety things. Yeah, and, like, w- one scene that I absolutely loved is when yes. they're on Ego's planet and he's in the forest with the Ravagers turning there. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got all his little things and he's running around, jumping on them, like sticking so stuff. Good. It's such a cool and scene. And at the end, they're like, you haven't got your gadgets, what are you going to do? And he just beats the shit out of two yeah. guys. And it's like, he's 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 trained, he's cybernetically enhanced, so we keep hearing about. Yeah. Um, like he just, was, it was just him and group before yeah. they met the rest of them. They yeah, were yeah. out doing they were stuff. Doing fine, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the look, like the one of the things I really like the the thing with all the lasers that they use at the end, like yeah. the different things moving around. And then we've got Ego's planet that's like this kind of weird, like as you look at it more and you kind of realize more, you see like the organic elements of everything a bit more. Yeah, and it's kind of this whole thing of like how much of this is because it is literally him, but is it? 
all literally him. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like some of the patterns you see in the background looks really like kind of like leafy kind of veiny situation. I think it, it's quite cool because like it looks like you say like quite organic. Mm. There's a bit where like Gamora goes out and then Nebula attacks yeah, yeah. her. Where like there's also elements of like there's just a sense of it feeling fake. Yes. In so many ways, how like, empty like, it is. This, yeah, it's yeah, empty. Yeah. There's yeah. like the desert of just he's not bothered to put him yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. And then the stuff that is there is like so particular mm. it's like this doesn't seem real it doesn't feel lived in yeah and i think that's something when i first watched it when they first get there and there's all these bubbles i was like this is kind of weird but i think yeah. that's kind of what you're supposed to it just to kind of like. puts you on the edge of like yeah, i don't yeah. trust this place which is good foreshadowing um, yeah one of the things without going fully into negatives again because we'll we'll spend a little bit of time on it in in a moment but the part that's so on the nose when they're throwing the energy ball around and it's literally father and son playing catch with each other. I remember yeah. when that yeah. happened first time I watched it, I was like, "Fucking hell!" Do you remember when we talk, when we covered the Adam Project for the for the main podcast, yeah. and we were talking about how like apparently it's such a central <laughs> thing in America to throw yeah. catch yeah. like father and son, yeah. and like yeah, apparently it's back in this. It's just yeah, and I that that cringed me out the first time. In this watching it again, I feel like. Maybe it's intentionally on the nose there. I yeah. don't because, like I said, James Gunn is pretty. He seems to know what he's doing most yeah, of the time, and I feel like guy. he's pretty aware of that. But yeah, I mean, I've written down bits and pieces about all the characters, but like overall, I think everyone, like I said at the start, really gets their their time to shine. Yeah. There's some great lines. Throughout I think this. even so, it starts off with them defending the batteries with that weird tentacle monster. Yeah, yeah. Even that bit is a great reintroduction to yeah. all the characters. It shows all of the main ones, their yeah. personality, who they are now, particularly Baby Grooks, obviously it's the yeah, first time yeah. properly seeing him. Mm. And like, just being like, oh yeah. And it's even like, Peter says to Gamora, like, oh, you've got a gun, but I- I'm the gun guy, yeah. you're to have swords. And it's like, oh yeah, because she likes swords. And yeah. then she does use her and sword to like save it. the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drax is running around being like a lunatic. And it's like, yeah, these are, I know these characters again. You could not, mm. not have seen it for like 10 years, just watch that and be yeah. like, oh yeah, I know who these all are. Mm. It's a great way to, getting you back on board <laughs> yeah um there's some other fun bits I mean, I mean speaking of baby Groot actually like we said last week how great Groot was yeah and it's a different character he's mm-hmm. not as good still quite entertaining though oh definitely there's the, a couple of great moments the bit where this, rocket yeah. and yondu yeah. are in the jail and he has to go get the the fin mm-hmm. brilliant absolutely it's brilliant. brilliant it's very <laughs> funny and that's then echoed again that might be what i was thinking echoed with the bomb at the end where it's yeah. like here's the instructions and it's like no don't press that button it's just yeah and then he yeah. does it um, and then it, it, it's it's quite happy to be silly when it wants to as well. Mm. Like the whole taser face stuff yes. is just very funny and it's very silly. That's what I was thinking. They forecast the fact that going out in space, it kills you by showing like three members of the crew going yeah. out. It's like all the puzzle pieces for Yondu's sacrifice are all just nicely laid out throughout. And it is very yeah. basic screenwriting Chekhov's gun situation but you know it works it works really well on first thought you don't think oh this is this is because this stuff's gonna happen Um, one other thing I liked was Mm. the moment I think it shot and acted really well the moment when uh, Peter Quill finds out that Ego put the tumour in his mum's head because he's like the eyes and stuff but he's like fully believing yeah. in all this He's and then the, the spell, moment yeah. that does it just turns and it's not even I like an explanation love how he just shoots immediately just shoots it like shoots 10 times the fuck out of it. and it's like he's not even debating it for a second like yeah 
if, if if he has to choose between his, his mum and his father, like he's choosing his mum without the second doubt. So just yeah. and there's no like what, why, what, why? No. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's just bang, 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 bang. Yeah. It's it's great. It's such a well done scene because it's you kind of the viewer can see the doubts in what ego's talking yeah. about. Where you start being like, this guy's fucked up, yeah. but. Peter, and we're not sure if he's still completely under the spell, yeah. but it's that one. Peter seems still completely convinced, and he even seems happy to move on from his friends because yeah. the way they're talking about yeah, it, and yeah, you're like, yeah. fuck. And then instantly, it's, it's obviously bam. enough that, which, like, it, to criticize it is like, fucking ego should have known not to fucking like he literally yeah. he i guess he added him under his spell like in more ways than one but he starts doing his evil monologue and it's like this is pretty sinister to be dumping on you, someone now you but... could say he's got a pretty big ego uh, to think he can get away with it. <laughs> but in that kind of section of the film there's so many good lines from peter like i just love when they're they're talking about all the stuff you can make and he's just like, oh, I'm going to make some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's full like Parks and Rec. Like, it feels very Peter Quill as really well. Does. And then also um, when they're escaping and uh, Ego's kind of reforming in front of him and he's like venting about stuff and Rocket's like, you guys are all really messed up. And he's like, yeah, I'm messed up. That's my freaking father. <laughs> and he's yeah. like this like glowing skeleton man in front of him. Like, yeah. It's just... Oh, it's like, it's, of course I have issues, yeah. It's it's good fun. Yeah. Um, going to the more... Well, just before that, okay. Yondu, the funeral, that whole last sequence, it's I think it's fantastic. Um, like, and we very see touching. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, obviously, returns in Shang-Chi as a different character. Yes, uh, it's quite a few uh, voices and names in that scene. Yeah, um, is it... Um, Sir, well, Sylvester Sloan is uh, Starhawk, yeah. whatever he's called. Um, it is... Uh, Cyrus Miley Cyrus is the robot head yeah um, I don't think the space sorcerer has a voice but that's they're, they're the original cast of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy aren't they the original team um, the ice head guy is uh, Lex Luthor from Smallville who is also in um, <laughs> Zeta Project as oh that guy yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That guy, anyway. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I think he's got a podcast, so yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, yeah. Um, yes, into the negatives. Go yeah, so, so I've only got a few bits. It was a fun film. Yeah. Um, one thing is, uh, it wasn't as funny as the first one. Like the first one, yeah, even on reckon? the rewatch. I think I, 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 think I laugh more in this really? one. Really? I think Drax was, was way funnier in this one, I think. I think they nail that kind of humour. And it's a lot of the lines with, um, Mantis as well. Yeah, how he thinks she's so ugly is just oh, I just the, really like I do. Don't get me wrong. I do think it's funny. Mm. There's, I think there's just kind of a middle bit before the reveal of ego being bad. There's just like twenty minutes, half an hour, where it just kind of lulls a bit, yeah. and you just kind of like, okay. I watched it in two halves, so that might be part of the. Yeah, and not. I was quite tired when yeah. I watched it, so it might have affected me more. But I was just kind of like, yeah. I feel like the first one never had like 20 minutes where you start yeah to I, I think it's definitely a little bit a more bit. bloated and that's what i was going to say about the villains that i mentioned earlier i think the sovereign are an interesting idea for villains and i think yeah i think the sovereign are quite of, fun where it goes with where it's going to go with them with i can't remember what his name is the golden adam guy adam adam warlock adam warlock <laughs> is the kind of hint at the end there yeah. with adam and i'm fairly sure from bits and pieces that I think that's what we're going to see in the yeah. third volume. Um, and I like them. I like that they're all these uptight British people that are gold and, they, <laughs> yeah. and they've and they got like the weird arcade drones that have like the arcade. I yeah. like that, but I also feel like 
the Ravagers could have filled some of that role in the story. Yeah. And it, it's it's the only thing that makes it feel a little overstuffed. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, but I, I, I do like that it means that there's lots of people after them and, and they're the kind of, they're the enemies that just turn up and, and cause yeah. trouble. But I think it doesn't fully work for me. I think that it's almost there. Yeah, no, I think I think that that's because they don't really get like a proper I think conclusion, and it's just it's just a big group group of people. And we've already got a big group of people with the Ravagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, that's what I mean. With I guess the Ravagers all get killed, don't they? Which yeah. is great. That scene with the arrow is great. Yeah, it's going round. Oh yeah, another very great. Good. And it's just, longer than yeah. the, than much, the one in the much much longer. And, yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, one other thing that I found annoying that mm. they do in films a lot they do it in plenty of marvel films yeah that i always just feel a bit let down by is the whole thing of like oh in this film peter finds out that he's like actually a god and then by the end of the film he's lost his powers and yeah it's like, i think i missed what what was the was there a line about that what about him? Did they mention him losing his powers. It's because his powers is based on Ego's planet as well. So but, when they blow up the center bit, he loses yeah, powers too. But the thing is that he already had some powers in his DNA because he held the yeah. stone the first time. So I think, he, is he still a bit superhuman? I think not anymore. I think he ha- he could do that because he was still like de- genetically connected to yeah. Ego. But now Ego has been blown up. Because the thing is, everybody, kind of else, everybody else in the Guardians is a little bit superpowered. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess maybe it's a residual be. little but, bit. I mean, everyone in the MCU, like Black Widow's, well, it's <laughs> gonna say yeah. she's always fallen off stuff, but <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> well, too many times if you ask me. But yeah, I always just find it a little cheap when they they yeah. get a film. They're like, we're gonna make him really, really strong, but then by the end of the film, he's not that strong. He's yeah, back to normal. It's I know like, what you mean. Yeah, I didn't uh, love okay, that part cool. of it. I think it's interesting that not interesting, but I like how they only use it a little bit, and it's not like yeah. If he was using it the whole film, and then he got depowered. That, be, that's the kind of cheap kind yeah. of I think it, it it verges on being okay for me yeah the, the one last thing I've got is and it's not even this film's fault at all mm. is that the first one felt so fresh mm. and original that a sequel to it and yeah. one of the great things about the first one is the fact that it's so original and so fresh a sequel to it is never going to have that same originality yeah. because it's a sequel and you just kind of like Oh yeah, I like these guys. Yeah, but you're just kind of seeing a lot more the same. I, and I'm like, yeah. I really like the first one. Mm. Maybe I, I, yeah. I think, I think for me, I think partly because I haven't seen this very much, and I think because we get a couple of new additions to the group. I mean, by the end of it, we've got Mantis is with them. Nebula's gone off, but I think ends up yeah. back with them before the next one. We've got Craglins with them. We haven't mentioned him. I think yeah, he's great. He's, good he's fun. really nice. <laughs> At the the post credits where he accidentally puts the arrow into Drax, <laughs> yeah, hilarious. It's great. Um, like because there's extra characters being added, it kind of felt quite similar to the first one in that freshness to me. I don't know. That's just maybe because I've only seen it like once. Before. Yeah, but no. like I genuinely came away from this like. I really hope the third one is as good as these first two. Yeah. So in my head, like I've got them kind of on a similar kind of right. Interesting. I definitely so, hold the first one high. Yeah. Not that I don't think this isn't like a great film. Yeah. Because yeah. it is. Um, so we've got a couple of bits of trivia for you. 
Yes, uh, please. Firstly, uh, when director James Gunn was writing the script for the movie and proposed the idea of Ego being Star-Lord's father, mm. Marvel told him they didn't have the rights to the character. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, the rights belong to 20th Century Fox yes. because he's linked to Fantastic Four and Silver right. Surfer. Um, and James Gunn had nobody else in mind for Peter's father. Right. So he had to ask Fox if he could use the character. <laughs> Fox said yes. In return, uh, Marvel gave Fox more creative freedom with Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, superpowers right. in Deadpool. I was like, I never knew that. Like, so the reason that oh. they can kind of do whatever they want with her in Deadpool yeah, is because yeah. they let Marvel use Ego. Interesting. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a weird link. Obviously, Deadpool <sighs> came out like a year before yeah. Guardians 2. I feel like I've seen, to go off very slightly, I feel like all those characters are being kept on for Deadpool 3. So that's interesting. Yeah. So they might carry that version on. It makes sense. what they do with mutants and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Really? But. That's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Though, yeah. That was that was a little trade his, they did. Um, his dad in the comics, I think it's like Jason, but like J high J comma um, what's it like an apostrophe son, and he's from like Spartax or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I've seen because that. Because the but he's not ego. He's uh, not anyway. ego. But he's, <laughs> he's more of a humanoid guy, which makes yeah makes sense rather than um, yeah. the other. So there's there's five mid and post credits for this, yeah, which I, is I was thinking they just that, kept yeah. a, a lot of them are just kind of little yeah, bits. yeah and the main yeah. one's the Adam Warlock one, I, I think. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's one of the first. Ones. But uh, during one of the end credit scenes, uh, Peter objects to teenage group calling him boring. Oh yeah, this is the first time that Peter's been shown to understand group's word without help of rocket right i didn't even click that but yeah it is like he can now understand Groot. i guess they've been together for like two well that's then like another year after i think yeah so it's, he's grown he's up grown up so yeah. it's been years he's been with yeah, him so yeah. it, it kind of makes sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh yeah it is interesting I, it's it's the classic like chewbacca wookie thing where some people can and some people can't and it just works situationally doesn't yeah, it? yeah it's, it's also funny as well because like like Chewbacca and this, like you're set in a universe of multiple different planets where yeah. presumably they've got like a tra- an inbuilt translator, yeah, yeah. like they're having like Doctor Who exactly, and stuff yeah. that doesn't work like for one Babel single race. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, yeah. like Chewbacca just can't be, apparently, <laughs> Wookiee language is just, you can't translate, even I though think, people know it. What's it called? There's a, the, yeah, it's like common, common tongue, not the, common the, tongue. The common the common tongue is Game of Thrones. Game I think. Of Thrones. There is something similar yeah. for. It's, is, is it like standards? Yeah, it might be Galactic Standard. Tongue. Yeah, Not something tongue, like that. But it's, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, there is, yeah. But yeah, it's a bit weird. So yeah, that is my trivia. So all I've got left to do is ask you whether or not this had you more or less hyped for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Project or Project. I think I know what the answer is going to be. It's a Project. The, the only thing, though, is because of how Project it is, as I said, I'm kind of a little bit nervous about going to see <laughs> yeah, this third one. I do think because it's... James Gunn's swan song from the MCU, at least for the next yeah. 10 years or so. MCU probably eh, might be still be around then. Um, <laughs> it I, will be. <laughs> I, I hope 
he you know he's done his due with it and he's yeah and i think he probably will have it just depends if it resonates with us as an audience or individuals yeah so, but yeah for this film very happy to go go away into the next one what about you cool yeah i'm also for jess i yeah. enjoyed that and seeing them back together one thing it did make me realize is that like in the six years since this film had come out mm. the guardians have done so much stuff this is what we were saying not in guardians recording. films yeah because i i was just saying to to lewis right before i think i'm quite keen to watch Infinity War and Endgame if I have a chance yeah if I can watch those before Holiday Special and do it kind of chronologically I'd love to do that because they both get quite a lot of play or the the team get quite a lot of play over the course of those two films yeah and part of me feels like the Holiday Special Infinity War and Endgame might be more must view in for Guardians 3 than possibly these two. Because it's like you said, the second one introduces them all in that first scene. Yeah. Reintroduces them all. And the thing as well is the whole thing with Gamora is in those films. Yeah. And her, the, the other we, version It's going to be a different Gamora in Volume 3 than yeah. what we've just well, seen. Well, when we last saw, they weren't all together, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And they've been doing their stuff with Thor as well. Yeah. And Groot's now buff. Buff, buff boy buff boy group buff boy group <laughs> um yeah that is that for going to the galaxy volume two mm-hmm. thank you for coming along hopefully you enjoyed it i enjoyed having you here yeah um, but please let us know if you are prod yes or prod no for this getting you more or less hyped for gotg vol three we're gonna <laughs> yeah. do holiday special uh yeah, yeah. Might as well. So we'll be back. So next we'll be back time next time. Holidays. But yeah. I, d- I didn't want to say it just in case our plans <laughs> no, change. No, but now we've said it. We have to do it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. of course, if you want to hear more stuff like this, just scroll up or down on our project project feed, and you should find the main pod. Yeah. Talk about all sorts of projects throughout we've, pop culture and history. Yeah, and if you, if you just want in the Marvel stuff, we we did Doctor Strange last year. We did Thor last year. Yeah. So go back and listen to yep, 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 all yep. the Marvel films that come out in the last couple of years. We've done them as well. Yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> so. And all the stuff that leads up to each of them. So, yeah. yeah. It's a heck of a lot out there. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you and goodbye. Bye. Project. Project. Project.